0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about how Umbral Ingrams are returning to Destiny 2 Season 13. If you're listening to this or watching this in the other locations, always remember these usually hit the feeds when I'm live on YouTube. SNTRLive.com will bring you over to my YouTube channel where I do the live streams. You can also click the cards in the corner to get there. And don't forget to bookmark SNTRnetwork.com So, the, the Umbral's returning honestly didn't surprise me. I, I actually thought when they initially announced Umbrals that it was going to be something that continued... Into other seasons, and it was going to be the means by which they did reissue. So I was honestly surprised when they went away. So their return didn't shock me. However, I have more questions now that they've outlined this than I feel like I have answers because this lands on sunsetting older seasons and the like. So in their recent weekly twa, Bungie announced that in Desi 2 Season 13, the Umbral Ingram Ingrams uh, would be returning along with the recaster. When the Umbro Ingrams were first announced and described. I thought that this was something that would be around all the time. It would be perfect for reissued weapons, as well as gear from previous seasons. That is now what Bungie is apparently planning to do with the recaster and the Umbral Ingram system, but even still, we're not quite sure how it's going to work. So let's just go through it here. What did Bungie say? they said this right here. They said, while the new seasonal activity will always provide the fastest path to earning new rewards, we want to ensure that regardless of how you spend your time in Destiny, Umbro Ingrams allow you to chase new rewards. Now, this is a very, very common line of thinking that they used in Season of Arrivals. The idea was they didn't want to make you run contact public events for all of the new loot, and then that was the only place to get it. Some of that's because Contact Public Event wasn't that robust, it was just something in the public space that was pretty basic, uh, and, and that was probably related to that. It wasn't as robust or as deep or as expansive as like a sundial. Even Vex Offensive had a little bit more going on for it, I think, than Contact Public Event. So this line of reasoning is one they have used before, the idea that you can get the new stuff elsewhere from umbrals you don't just have to focus on the new content or the new activity similar to season of arrivals umbral engrams will drop from completing a variety of content we have paired back the number of activities that will drop so that you can focus on the following activities if you are looking to farm some Umbral Ingrams. So they literally list basically everything patrols, strikes, crucible gambit, ordeal, public events, blindwell, nightmare hunts, exo challenges, empire hunts And then the new seasonal activity. You may notice fewer Umbral Ingrams sitting in your inventory than before. While it was fun to watch the Umbral Ingrams rain down on players in Season 11, the drop rates were higher than expected, so we are rebalancing the drop rate. Now, we obviously saw the results of this at the beginning of the season, because at the beginning of the season, you couldn't have enough of the currency. So, you would have way more Umbrals than you did currency. And then later in the season, I mean, I would play for an hour and a half, I would run a couple strikes and do bounties for the gunsmith and Zavala and I would have seven or eight umbrals. It was silly, it's an hour and a half, and I'm getting four or five weapons doing basically nothing. And so they're lowering the drop rate. Now some people are saying that's gonna frustrate folks because this is, you know, that they're you're not gonna be getting them as often. Others are saying, well, it's a passive grind. It's just sort of happening. No matter where you go in the game, they're dropping, and that's essentially why some folks are just excited to see it come back. It's just extra loot in their hands now how will it work this is where it gets a little confusing this is where i don't necessarily know if i fully understand and grapple with everything that's going on here because Umbral Ingrams are here to stay, so that's important, they're here to stay. The new recaster will have different pages for each season, and you will be able to focus Ingrams to the season of your choice. Now, that's a really important thing to zero in on because of a line that's coming next about the Wrathborn hunt stuff from Season of uh, the Hunt. Once you have used the Prismatic Recaster to focus your Ingram, you will still need to take it to the Umbral Decoder to claim your new reward. And then they said, Season of the Hunt Wrathborn Rewards will not be featured on the Prismatic Recaster in Season 13 because the players can still use the Wrathborn Lure to chase specific weapons and roles." This is where my confusion starts. What seasons will be in there for me to flip back to if you can't do existing seasonal content that is there because, hey, we're letting it stick around for the entire year. So that causes confusion. Does that mean that the Wrathborn hunt activity, uh, the the drops, will not be in the recaster until after the, the content is gone? Well, once the content is gone, those weapons have been sunset. So are we going back to old seasons and grabbing gear that's already been sunset just for the sake of collecting it? Or are these gonna be reissues? Or are they only gonna go back to season of arrivals and have Season of Arrivals and Worthy in there and those are getting sunset right around the corner so you're chasing loot with a smaller window of opportunity to use it. Now that's going to be a common theme in the game with sunsetting that's not going to go away, it isn't unique to umbrals. but these are questions that I have. Why on earth are you having other seasons in there if their window of sunsetting is right around the corner? Or why are you doing it if the gear that I'm chasing has already been sunset? Now, my theory, my theory is that they're going to use this to do reissues. Suddenly you're going to see seasons start to show up in there from from, years past. They might even go all the way back to Black Armory. And that's how they'll be reissuing those weapons to put them back in circulation with new perks and updated infusion caps. That is my theory, but we still at this point do not know. They go on here to say that um, we have a new way to unlock different focusing options for your Umbro Ingram's through a new reward called Prismatic Lenses. A Prismatic Lens will unlock a new focusing option so you can target a narrower collection of gear or target-specific armor stats. You will be able to earn prismatic lenses by doing various activities in the game, and you can track your progress towards unlocking lenses at the prismatic recaster. We don't want to spoil everything, though, so we'll let you discover it at the start of Season 13. So, they're creating another grind within a grind where you, like, have to unlock certain aspects of the recaster and these lenses so that then you can actually have a greater control over the loot that's dropping. That's totally normal. They did this with the the recaster, uh, when it was first introduced in the game, they did this with the Obelisks in Season of Dawn, this is essentially just a preliminary grind, you know it was like the Bunkers, it's like Variks you're sort of investing in the quality of what you can do throughout the season, that's totally fine, I don't know if it's going to ever reset though are you ever going to have it go back and reset itself whenever they start putting new loot in there they they, they don't really say in here so, what do we think? A lot of people anticipated my response to this being you know, somewhat predictable because Because I am tired of getting loot from a menu from a bounty, from a value meal, you know, fast food ordering system I'm tired of it, I don't think it's good for the game, I don't think it's good for the player experience, I believe we've turned the game into an incredibly transactional experience, which is not the main reason, but it is one of the reasons that people are sort of Falling out of love with the game. The mysterious, you know, the mystique, the the chase, the pursuit, it's not there. The romance is gone. We're doing everything in a menu now with a, with very few exceptions. Now, Wrathborn hunts do it right, I think. They give you a mechanism that you carry with you, you focus it, and then when you complete the objective or kill the boss, you get the reward. It's attached to killing the boss. It doesn't pop out of the boss, but it's in the right spirit. I think that the recaster should function in a similar way. So while Umbral Ingrams may have been popular in the community and extremely generous when they were introduced, they still perpetuate bad loot delivery as we get all of our loot in the tower by essentially turning in tokens. The Desi 2 Vanilla Tower loot pursuit has kind of snuck back in. It's sort of been snuck back in. We're going to the tower with... We're not going to the tower with loot. Don't kid yourself. When you go to the tower with 4 or 5 Umbral Ingrams, that's not loot. Those are tokens to buy loot. Okay? The loot is in the actual recaster and you're trading your Umbral Engrams for it. Now, I know somebody in chat, uh, Eugene, was pushing back and saying, well, this isn't going to be the main loot grind, so that's okay. I don't agree with that. I think any loot grind in the game should not be done in this way. We basically do the same thing at the end of the raid right now. We order our guns from a menu, we go back to see Variks to get our guns from Empire Hunts, and then Wrathborn Hunts get it right, which is odd, because that's like the weakest content in the game. They actually get loot delivery right. I think this is a great way to ensure folks can grab loot from previous seasons, but why would anyone do that? If the Wrathborn hunts aren't going away for a year and then I can use the recaster to get those weapons, they will be sunset. So those questions need to be answered. This is hopefully part of a larger strategy to rectify some of the recent concerns about sunsetting and gear reissues, because at first glance, this seems to be another system that hasn't been thought through with respect to gear that is not new. This this seems like another thing they're going to put in the game that's going to be rough around the edges and hasn't been fully thought out. More and more, it feels like Bungie is trying to fix problems with the loot pool, and I hope these are not just band-aids, but thoughtful foundation for the future as always we're going to transition to question and answer if you're in the live audience you can do that if you're a paying member please click like and subscribe if you enjoy this content or join us at sntrlive.com to watch these live streams on my youtube and as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about Umbral Ingram's returning. If you're listening to this in any other locations, you can always catch me live at SNTRlive.com. That brings you to the YouTube channel where I do my live streams. Uh, And always remember to bookmark SNTRnetwork.com. That's where all of my content and shows hit. This will be a slightly faster Q&A because on Fridays, we're a little booked full up, we do the Rageless Roundtable, but we also do games with the community over at SNTR Gaming so Techno with the first question will there be a new currency used to focus the Umbrals? the TWAB mentions prismatic lenses but says that those are unlocks to upgrades with the recaster, yeah, they didn't say anything about this, so this again is one more question to add to the question pile heap uh, I mean the, the, we're, we're just stacking them up at this point they announced this and they did it in a way that sort of leaves just a bunch of question marks about what about reissues? What about seasons older than season of arrivals? What about season of arrivals? What about season of worthy? Um, is this going to be how you do reissues? What about the world loot pool? Is this affecting the world loot pool? Is this a new version of the world loot pool? And then as you're saying, is there a currency that I need? Cause the currency was attached to bounties. Are there going to be bounties in the recaster? Um, so, I actually think there's a lot of questions that we have here, um, and understand when I'm saying, that I don't want to get loot in the tower, and, you know, loot delivery matters, this is probably going to be a good decision, fundamentally, just because it's going to help more people get more loot, like, depending on where you play and how you play, you know, Eugene kept saying things like, um, a targeted background loot chase, sign me up, right? and so I get uh, that's actually a, a, a fair made point a ton of people in the community are probably going to be like this is dope periodically I go to the tower I focus a couple Ingrams. I grab a couple things from Shaxx or Zavala because I've been you know or, or Gambit I'm sorry Zavala uh, doesn't get updated until probably season 14 but, you know, you go to the tower, you got a couple primes, you got a couple things, grab some bounties, go do some umbrels. Like, most people are probably going to look at this and be like, what's the problem? You know, what's the problem, Lono? My issue is that it perpetuates a bad treatment of loot. Um, the, the loot is not treated like a drop or or something that we pursue. It is treated like something that we buy. And that's my problem with it. Uh, I believe at a foundational level, the game's identity is potentially going to get lost in this shuffle if they keep shuffling the deck in this way. If they keep shuffling the deck of the game and dealing out the cards in this way, it's so transactional. We're buying our loot. We're buying our loot with our time, basically. You go grab a bounty and you put your time in. And then you get something back out of it. And I'm telling you, I think they're perpetuating a loot philosophy that's bad. I don't think it's good for the game. Um, They treat my loot like a coupon with an expiration date. Listen, games do that. That's actually more common. And games also do vendors. So games do sunsetting and games do vendors to acquire loot. I happen to think that the secret sauce of Destiny resides somewhere in the middle. You can have vendors, you can have loot expiration, but there's somewhere in the middle where there's like a secret sauce of like you're chasing loot and you're excited to get it while there's also some vendors there to kind of complement your loot pursuit and your loot chase. And there's also the idea that like I can't literally use this gun for 2 years. You know, I can use it for 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 10 months, you know. I we can we can we can go round and round on sunsetting. I don't want to do that today. I definitely agree that some of it gets problematic and a 15 month window might be better than what they're currently doing it would be a little less rigid but by and large it's a normal thing they do in games i i continue to think that loot pursuit in this game even if even if you ignore sunsetting even if you ignore sunsetting before sunsetting was a thing people were starting to grow completely you know, unenthused about new loot, and it started, I felt like it started in Season of Dawn which is when the value meal ordering system kind of got put into place it, it wasn't about chasing a loot drop or beating a boss and getting it going and picking up all the loot on the ground uh, even Vex Offensive's loot delivery was superior to a lot of what we do right now you beat, a, you beat a section pile of loot, beat a section pile of loot, beat the boss, pile of loot right, and then you had some bounties you could run to, to get specific drops that, I think, was far superior. It's funny enough, like, Vex Offensive was small and simplistic, and a lot of people didn't like it, but I think it was superior in so many ways compared to how we get loot right now and how activities feel. Um activities and bosses feel like check boxes and chores that you're making me do so i can come back and get an attaboy from an npc or a menu that's like hey good job here's your loot and i i think they've created a giant disconnect between the experience of the game and the loot that we're rewarded with and i, I i'm telling you this is going to be a problem like if they keep doing this i feel it has depreciating returns for end game engagement long-term engagement as well as just people grinding in general Chalk Doctor. At the beginning of Arrivals, Umbrils were great for targeted farming until Bungie dramatically turned down the altered element rewards. Uh, this isn't accurate. Uh, turning umbrels into glorified legendary engrams. Do you think Bungie learned from this problem or we see a repeat of Season of Arrivals? I, this is a bit of a misrepresentation. They did not nerf or turn down Altered Element rewards. We had this debate in the Discord last night, and this is this this was what I was saying last night. It was like, that's a bit of a misrepresentation. They lowered the payout in activities that were ridiculously fast. So they didn't let you AFK forges, and then they lowered how much of the Altered Element dropped from Nightmare Hunts, because people were just running them three minutes at a time and getting a significant turnover rate. Alright? By the end... By the end of the By the end of the season, I was able to focus any time I wanted to. And more and more people kind of weren't. They were just like grabbing them and and cashing them in because there were chances to get exotics from them anyway. So number one, they didn't turn down the alternate element rewards, they just closed down one of the more rewarding pathways to getting it. Now, to your point, okay, to your point, I still think you're making a fair point in that choking something like this with the currency is a mistake it choking choking something with a currency like this was a mistake and if they're going to lower how many umbrals you're getting at a given time maybe it'll level out one of the main problems with the currency in the beginning of the season is you would go to the tower with 7 or 8 umbrals and you'd have enough currency to focus like 2 of them because you were getting them at such a breakneck drop rate so if the drop rate on the umbrals goes down and maybe this currency thing that they're doing with the prisms is different, and it's easier to earn or whatever. Um, I would I would say that it'll probably level out. I'm not anticipating it being this this choke system. I mean, again, by the end of the season, I I, I had a, an unbelievable an unbelievable amount of uh, of the currency. I never wanted and was always able to focus if I wanted to. They also gave you like two or three free ones. Uh, every time you sat down to play. So it was every week, I'm sorry. Every time there was a weekly reset, they gave you like the free ones or whatever. So, like, there was never a time where I felt like, man, oh man, this game is just being so stingy with the currency. I only felt that in the first couple of weeks. And to be fair, it was annoying in the first couple of weeks. We all talked about it. We're like, man, it just feels like they're arbitrarily choking out my player agency by robbing me of the currency that I need. And then you just get kind of stuck. So, um,. In, in in general, in general, whenever they have these types of systems, and this is kind of the debate that we were having on the roundtable about the Hawkmoon Weekly Lockout, I just think the arbitrary restrictions are so unnecessary. Now, I say that, but at the same time, I understand front-loading the grind, right? Like, make me unlock things on the recaster so as the season progresses, it gets more efficient and better for me. I think that's fine. But if I'm always coming back to the Tower and I'm like, well, I've got Umbrals, but I don't have any currency. Wah, wah. Like, I don't think that's this. That's not the situation that you want people to be in. You don't want the reward and the agency over the reward to be tainted by the fact that, like, you're lacking a currency that we intentionally strangled. I got irritated with that in the dawning and literally didn't play. It was like... I couldn't get a thing to drop i couldn't get an ingredient to drop that i needed after killing 100 enemies i was like this is stupid and i put it down and people were like, oh, you should have just kept playing. It was a background grind. You should... No. Nope. Disagree. If you tell me I need an ingredient or you tell me I need a currency and I go and I try to get that ingredient or currency and it's not dropping, no, don't tell me to ignore it and just go do something else. That's not a solution. That's the absence of a solution. That's basically putting my head in the sand until the problem fixes itself naturally. That... No. I disagree with that idea of choking... Of choking... A player agency or progression on a currency that they intentionally make very, very poor on the drop rate. So I really, really hope that that's not something that they're going to be doing this time around. Um, because truth be told, this is what somebody's going to say. Well, it's not meant to be a primary loot grind. I don't care. That doesn't matter. If I see a gun in there that I want, and I figure out a way. If I figure out a way to get those things to drop, and every time I have a bunch of them that have dropped, I want to go and get that particular weapon, don't tell me how to play or how to think about it. If I want to chase it, and I want to focus it, and that becomes something that I do for a couple weeks, then get out of my way and let me do it. Same with the Hawkmoon random rolls. Just get out of my way and let me do it. Stop all this nonsense of like, if players get what they want, they're going to stop playing. No, cut it out. Let me get the stuff. If you're putting stuff in the game, let me get it. Don't arbitrarily choke the ingredients for a stupid cookie recipe. Don't choke a currency for, you know, focusing my umbrals either. It's it's wizard behind the curtain crap, and I don't like it. Ashen Hollow. Uh, any worry that umbrals are gonna be the reinvigoration of core playlists? No, because they've already told us how they're reinvigorating core playlists with new loot, updating the vendors, and then uh, Nightfalls are getting some uh, weapons that you're only getting there. Um... So I would say, um, I would I would, I would, would say that if, if that's all they're doing I'd be worried but I think it's the beginning I think what they're doing with the vendors is just the start of what they kind of have planned for the you know having ritualistic rewards a reason to level a reason to kind of grind and play to see those levels go up and they're putting new loot in there now I will say that just putting new loot in Strikes and Gambit and Crucible isn't enough they need to go a little bit further than that but they're adding more loot there's the, the Shadow Price Palindrome and the Swarm that are getting out of the Nightfalls and the Adept version in Grandmaster and then Strikes uh, will get their NPC updated later but at least Crucible and Gambit is getting some sort of a vendor update so there's a reason to kind of ritualistically log in and grind and get those rewards I believe those rewards should be changed off of being just currency, I think it's kind of stupid um I think you should, at the very least, put those three weapons and the five armor pieces in there as well, so every time you reset, you know you're going to get a guaranteed another chance at every single one of those pieces, Uh, and maybe the more you reset it, the better uh, the stats on the armor become or something, you know, Um, but I think they've already kind of outlined their goals for reinvigoration, I don't think that's what these umbrals are designed for, I think the umbrals are designed to be an intentional farm for what is essentially the reissue pool, and that's what it's going to become long-term. Um, Microsoft has increased the price of Xbox Live Gold, bringing it even closer to the price of Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, because they're trying to tip people over to Game Pass because Game Pass is more sticky from a marketing standpoint. Once you get Game Pass, you're not going to let go of it because you get free games all the time. You start downloading those games, playing those games, enjoy those games, you don't want to lose them, you know? Um, you also want to get the next batch and the next batch and the next batch smart play it's like a push they're just giving you a soft push to the next level up Uh, shell with the next question do you think this idea of parallel dev works the content given feels very confused because then they actually have a vision it takes forever to get there hence uh, they're always were listening but it feels like they aren't I think you're kind of misapplying your criticism here I don't think parallel development has anything to do with it. Parallel development means that, as, as Luke Smith said, they're placing simultaneous bets at a given time. So they established how we would go into reckoning and get loot, and they established how black armory forges would work, and they were very, very different loot grinds and loot pursuits. Those were two simultaneous bets that they placed. One bet struck gold. Everybody really liked the Forges. Everybody liked the Black Armory Pursuit. They thought it was dope. Everybody hated Reckoning for the most part. I say everybody and you know when I say that I'm saying that generally, right? Like, way more people liked the Forges than liked Reckoning, okay? So they... um, So they are doing... They're, like, As I said, they're placing simultaneous bets at the same time. I don't think that's, that's why things can sometimes get confused or muddled, but I will say this... The vision for the game has arrived and people ignore what's what's happened and ignore what they made good on and they complain about what they don't like. So... A single evolving world. A story that seamlessly goes from one to the next. We're having an impact on the world. All of those things have been delivered. The storytelling from Shadowkeep to now has significantly improved from the episodic way that they did it with like Ada the Drifter and Opulence. None of those stories were connected at all. Nothing felt impactful. It didn't feel like we had an impact on the world at all. It felt like a prop-up story that is here and gone and doesn't matter anymore. What did we do with Ada? What did we do with Drifter? What did we do in Opulence? I don't know. But I know that in Shadowkeep... We found a pyramid, went into the garden, stopped the darkness, and then that led to the the St. 14 rescue mission because we got on Osiris's radar. Osiris comes up is like, you've been busy. You've been doing this up with this thing and killing the Undying Mind. Well, I need your help now. Come over here. That handoff wasn't as smooth, but from that point on, it was pretty smooth. We rescue St. 14. We build the tower. Trials returns. And then, all of a sudden... Rasputin starts talking to us. He gets confronted by Osiris because Osiris discovered something in the Infinite Forest when he was doing all the stuff that he was doing. He confronts Rasputin. Rasputin sends him on a mission. Rasputin starts talking to us about something that's going on. So we establish a defense network because the, uh, the the Almighty's on the way. And in this process of establishing this defense network, we realize that the pyramid ships are on the way. The pyramid ships have been around for forever from the very beginning. We even saw one in the Shadow Keep, you know, in the actual campaign of Shadow Keep. Then the pyramid ships show up. The darkness here starts talking to us. It's beckoning us. It's calling us. We start going into these pyramids. We're doing the the interference mission. Savathun's trying to interfere with what we're doing. Getting story. Getting lore. Getting it updated. Then we go and kill Nokris. We get beckoned to Europa. And we realize that Savathun is still doing stuff in the background. We go to Europa. We start entertaining the idea of using darkness powers. We start using the darkness powers. And Savathun's got somebody working for her called Zivu Arath who's forming an army. Like... The progression of the story has gotten significantly better, and that was something that they promised to do. But we ignore all that and we're like, God it's just taking forever for the vision to get here, they're not doing a good job. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just like I just rattle off how all those stories, how all those stories are tying together. They're 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 tying all of it together. And it, it's it's flowing from one piece to the next to the next to the next, and we're having an impact on the game. Saint-14 is in the tower. Like, we have actually done things. Um, Sorry, Zivu doesn't work for uh, Savathun. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, Zivu's amassing this army because of Savathun, and then Savathun's got all these dominoes in place that will come to fruition in Witch Queen, and Zivu Wrath amassing an army is a part of that. Sorry, I misspoke. The point is, is that they're tying the entire story together and this was all stuff that was that was at the drive and the direction of Luke Smith. All of the loot agency that we have right now, the currency system in the raid, the Empire hunts, the Wrathborn hunts, the legendary lost sectors for exotic armor, the empire hunts for high stat armor, those are all things that we directly asked for and we were told we would be given the opportunity to get. Luke Smith said every season we would be given the opportunity to chase high set armor. We got it. We were told that we were going to be given um, opportunities to have more intentionality to chase loot and upper echelons of loot. A hierarchy of loot. And they did that in the raid. The raid loot is actually some of the best loot in the game right now. Like, there were a lot of things they said they were going to do that they did. I, I Like, this is why these discussions can get pretty tiring. Because... It would be like going to a contractor who did all this work on your house. They finished your basement, they painted the walls, they laid tiling and floor, and they're working on the kitchen. And because your kitchen's a mess, you're like, what have you actually been doing? Are you. E- Do you even know what you're doing? Like, you. What is why is it a mess up here? And it's like you're completely ignoring the fact that it took me 2 months to finish your basement. So 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 now I'm working on this. Like Bungie's gone into the game and made all these changes, all these updates, all these positive things and we ignore all that and we focus on the microcosmic places where the game's not landing just yet or we don't like sunsetting so we want to blame that and we 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 want to we want to rail against that. I've said it so many times. We get inoculated to improvements on the game. You will, you will never win this argument with me. The game is in so much of a better position than it was when we went into Forsaken. Forsaken basically rubbed the paddles together and went clear ka-doonk and like saved the franchise. That Forsaken was necessary but there were still so many problems with the game, zero agency and intentionality of chasing loot the raid loot practically did not matter leveling sucked infusion was annoying there were so many problems with the foundations of just how we got loot and leveled in the world it was a great story and then the, then the paint faded and chipped really really fast then we went into black armory and everybody was furious because you couldn't even play the first forge on the first day because nobody had leveled up enough. They had to institute catch up uh, surge bounties in the next season because nobody could play the dadgum content because leveling was so awful and their structure of how we came in the new content was equally awful. Then there was Reckoning. Reckoning was terrible. Niobe Labs was a complete disaster and a joke and it was just nothing more than an opportunity for streamer favoritism like come on you're gonna try and claim that like what we've suddenly fallen so far from grace like they've done a lot of good things compared to where we were going into forsaken going into year two there were so many problems with the game and and because it's like this is a good this is a good analogy It's like right now, if they were to random roll a static weapon from year 1 versus reissuing something that already had random rolls, which feels like a better improvement to you? Well, obviously the static roll suddenly getting random rolls feels like a bigger improvement. So, D2 year 1 was so bad that in our mind, year 2 is like this massive improvement, it's so good for the game. That, that year was thick lots of loot and lots to do but it still had tons of foundational problems with how we leveled how we got loot and how the overall gameplay felt also the stories were not tied together at all it was just all this patchwork nothing we're doing truly matters we're just moving from one thing to the next so they've improved on the lack of drought. They gave you the ability to do a la carte seasons. They've improved on the ability for you to pursue cosmetics, especially with the way they've treated the Eververse and the in the and the holiday on uh, the holiday events. Again, you just become inoculated to all the changes. Eververse, P- Eververse criticizers do the same do the same thing. They forget that Bungie removed RNG and they they gave you a more directional line of purchase and only 80% 80 of the items are earnable with Bright Dust and they tell you ahead of time what will be only purchasable with silver. Those are all literally one-to-one direct asks from the community and these idiots will still get on Reddit and be like, they focused on the Eververse more than the rest of the game. And it's like, they literally crafted the Eververse according to community response. And we act like it's a disaster and they're greedy and they don't listen and they're inept and stupid and it's just like it to me honestly as a content creator i i sit in a privileged position because i see all sorts of different input and feedback and comments and chats in the discord and everything and so i sometimes think i have an easier time zooming out and, and and being like they've made good on so many things you're focused on this one narrow aspect or this one part of the game that matters to you and you're acting like the entire game is falling apart after seeing how the narrative has evolved since the annual pass I think the annual pass story was intentional it was laying groundwork for multiple storylines I don't disagree with that Eugene but it does feel nicer going season to season and having it be more of a baton handoff than being so wham just all of a sudden we're dealing with the drifter instead of Ada So... And then they took away the Prismatic Matrix for reasons? Because it wasn't working. You understand that at the time they were doing the Prismatic Matrix, they were making about four times as much items for the Eververse as they do now, right? Like, they would just reskin a bunch of ghosts and ships and sparrows, so you were getting, like, five different versions of the same ghost and sparrow, but you felt like you were getting way more from the Eververse. It wasn't a true value transmission. Do you see, like the prismatic matrix is something that people will bring up and focus on but the reality is this is literally everything the community asked for in the eververse they did but they adjust bright dust earn rate and everybody throws a hissy fit and it's like you don't understand they're actually putting more bright dust in the community's hands more people have more bright dust than they did previously like because they want you to go into the eververse and spend it because if you spend bright dust in the eververse you're more likely to spend silver because you're going to see something awesome that you can't afford like it's 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 they're giving you more bright dust well they're giving more people in the community more bright dust than in the past <laughs> Agent Atwood in Season of Arrivals there was a large complaint from the community about ha- not having enough space for the Ingrams because they only have 10 slots for Ingrams. do you think Bungie will add 10 more slots to the Umbra Ingrams while using the original 10 no I think that they lowered the drop rate and this is partially one of the reasons they didn't outline this reason but they did say that they were lowering the drop rate and likely what you're outlining is part of the reason why you're not going to be going back to the tower and having this big of an issue and to be fair I'm not trying to be dismissive but it's kind of a dumb complaint I'm not saying you're dumb I'm saying the complaint's kind of dumb and here's why they go to the postmaster seriously chill What what's the problem here they go to the Postmaster. You're going to the Tower anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would anybody care about this? You know? Oh, I have so much food, it won't fit on my plate. I mean, like, first world problems, right? Like, I have so many Ingrams. They're going to the Postmaster. It's like, come on. It wasn't that big of a deal. But it probably will level out, given that they said they're going to lower the drop rate shell a little off topic but i feel like this would be good specified what do you mean when you say bandwidth regarding bungie so bandwidth just refers to the capacity with which they can work and produce content so what's their bandwidth capacity so think of it like the bandwidth that you have when you have internet okay If your bandwidth is higher, you get way faster internet and things come to you quicker. You download movies faster. You download updates for your video games faster. Because you have more bandwidth. So if you go to a company with 10 employees and you go to a company with 100 employees, the 100 employee company has more bandwidth for development. They have more people so they can slam out the code debug and do things faster than the team of 10 i mean it's just sort of a it's just an easy pickup term that we can use they knock other stuff out of the postmaster i was holding stuff there and it would get booted for umbrals i mean i'm gonna be real with you uh that's not what the postmaster's for so if you're if you're holding stuff in the postmaster That's not what it's designed for. The intention of the Postmaster is to be a catch-all if you don't bring stuff with you back to the tower like you leave it on the ground. So, if you're using it as, like, an extra vault, that's on you. Like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing it for. It's when you're prepping for next season. Right, so if you're using a tool for its unintended purpose, you can't complain about something like that happening. (laughs) <laughs> like, with love in my heart, you're using the tool for its uninten- for an unintended purpose, so that's the risk you take, you know? Umbral's going to the postmaster's not a problem. Oh, it's a problem if I'm using it as secondary storage and season prep, and it's like, what? Like, I don't understand. My bread won't stay won't won't stay fresh. You're putting it in a shoebox instead of a plastic bag and zipping it shut. Of course, it's going stale. You're using a tool for what's it, it, for an unintended purpose. It's not it's not built for that. So I don't know. I've lost ascendant lenses because of umbrellas kicking them out give me uncapped resources now that is a fair made point for techno i don't the the capping of of currencies and resources i i yeah that i agree with that or at the very least techno there should be unbubbable slots for stuff like that like uh, resources to just go there should be like four or five slots for resources and those just go and then there's the rest of your postmaster i i don't know or again like why are you capping certain resources like what in the frick are you worried i'm gonna do I think Bungie's always stuck with what to do on resources. Look what happens when you let people just have uncapped. You end up with thousands upon thousands upon thousands of tokens for the Vanguard and they're like, or, or, or Crucible. And they're like, hey, we're gonna upgrade the NPC, and you're like, yay! I can't wait. I'm Scrooge McDuck, man. I can't wait to dump all my tokens on that NPC. And they're like, um, yeah, we have to deprecate that currency. <laughs> so it's like they either cap it or they're just gonna deprecate it later because you've got way too much and it's gonna break something that they're trying to do. So you know, I, they're they're always gonna be stuck in that in that in that position. And and you know, and games do this. They they gotta limit how much you can drag around. Mike on the mic says what's good Lono do umbral I hope that's how what you sound like you know what I'm saying like what's good Lono like is that is that I bet you that's his voice I bet you what's good Lono alright I'm done do umbral engrams great against the philosophy of wearing an enemy's butt on as a hat please explain your reasoning to the class <laughs> okay do umbral Ingram's great against the philosophy of wearing the enemy's yeah as a hat okay I love this. This is a really good quote because Luke Smith said this about King's Fall. And and King's Fall armor and guns were awesome. They will, I, in some it, with some respect. They I don't know if they'll ever be topped. I don't know if they'll ever be topped as like. Some of the best thematic looking items. And when I say that, what I mean is it literally looked like we were ripping parts of the hive and dinosaurs off and like making our weapons and our armor. It was awesome. You were descending from the depths of the Ascendant Realm and looking like you were literally outfitting yourself with their dead bodies. It was freaking awesome. Especially during Age of Triumph. Oh, so good. I mean, Wrath was good too. Wrath was really good too but like I don't know man there was something special about that that the art team nailed it and I think they need to go back to there and to your point yes the idea of like I'm gonna go into the Vanguard playlist and go get items from strikes and those rewards are gonna be tied to strikes in some way this is why you need new loot and you need the vendors to play a role here I'm not saying like go and buy loot So what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, the vendors play a role. They're they're a part of it. They're they're a part of the idea of, like, you can pursue this loot. We're going to help you pursue this loot. You have a seasonal rank, you know, with with us, right? So, if if they bring that back, that's going to be great. You are getting at the heart of the issue that I rail against all the time. The philosophy of the loot should be tied to the activity. I... I do a bunch of stuff and then I go back to the tower or I go to Variks or I go somewhere and I go into a menu and I press a button and I get my loot. That's not it, man. That's not it. We talked about this the other day. War Priest, you walked through his body to pick up your rewards. You walked through Golgaroth's body to pick up your rewards. It was dope. There was something dope about that. There was something dope about that. And if if they can't bring that back, I'll always I'll always express that disappointment. I'll always express that disappointment of like I you guys you guys just have to reverse engineer some of this. Let me let the recaster literally spit something out. I go to the recaster, I spend whatever currency or whatever it is that I'm earning or whatever and it spits out a thing that I carry around in my inventory and while I'm running strikes, when an umbral drops on the ground it it, it automatically decodes it. I pick it up and that thing that thing automatically fires and like because they do that in Wrathborn hunts, right? they do that in Wrathborn hunts, this idea of like it shows up in the feed because you satisfied the, the lure, they could do something very very similar Joseph Young, would it make sense to use the recaster for old raid weapons as well? No, get out of here right now. Leave, never return. What are you talking about? This is this is blasphemy. Uh you can buy them using the ingram currency and spoils of conquest. Or would that sunset raid weapons be too much for this? Man, no, absolutely not. We already have a problem with raid loot intentionality that I ugh. Listen, I asked for it, and I got it, and I don't like it. And I know that's got to be irritating for either Bungie or you guys or whoever. I asked for the currency system in the raid. However, I always cautioned. I always cautioned and said, if you go to a pure currency system that never stops dropping the currency, people will run the fastest encounter and just save all the currency. Like, it literally didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what people would do, if there was an endless supply of currency. Like... Anytime we brought this idea up, that's what we said. Do you want to know what people are going to do? They're going to go to the fastest encounter and they're going to run it over and 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 over again. And then they're just going to stack up the currency. I wasn't sure how long I could do that so I was just kind of going with it and then it sounded like I was saying another word so I had to stop. But you get the point like the idea being that like even even back then we said if you don't do that properly it's going to completely cheapen the thing. And that's what's happening. So it's like again I got what I wanted but I'm like yeah but this isn't really like what we this isn't exactly how we thought it was going to be. I would rather literally just rerun the raid for Randy's. Like, just give me Randy drops. I just, I don't know how I feel about literally buying guns at the end. Lono said, make them run the whole thing and run and turn it in for the currency. Right, exactly. What I said was frugal. Is every complete raid run would give you a key. Each box would get checked. You would get a key and you would use that key where do you remember how it worked in wrath of the machine there was like the extra box or whatever so i would go up to the box turn it and boom out pop salute and i know this encounter there's a chance for this to drop this encounter there's a chance for this to drop I think that would be a far superior system now maybe because that would lower our our intentionality and I couldn't just buy a bunch of the same weapon maybe you give me two keys instead of one so you know I, I if I don't get what I want I can I can you know I can you know stack my keys or open it again or something the idea of being like, oh, this is the activity with the drop that I'm looking for. I've earned my key, let me use my key, and you pop that chest open and out pops your loot. We're just va- we're just ordering value meals again. We're just ordering value meals again. Get enough currency from the easiest encounter and then just buy the gun 17 times. Like I'm exaggerating. It's like 6, I think, you know, whatever it is. No, it's not say it's uh, Twenty every time, twelve times. If you get if you hit max, twelve times in a row, just bing 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 bing, bing 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 bing. I don't know if that was twelve, but you see, like you can't, you you can't take a loot pursuit and turn it into a purchasing procedure. This is like this is literally what I've been saying for the longest time. Like grinding for a currency to make or get or buy a god roll is just it's not, it's not the way, man. I will never lower... I'm the crazy guy in the street corner. I'm never going to put this sign down. I'm telling you right now, it's way more important than people think. The, The method by which we acquire loot is just as important as our agency in chasing it. That's the most concise way I can say it. The method and delivery of the loot to the player is just as important as the player's agency in chasing it. They're equally important. You can't take away my agency. You can't lower generosity. Not in the sunsetting system. Those are important. Those are important aspects. But they're equally important to the delivery of the loot. Not nearly as important? I disagree. I think they're equally important. I think there's a reason everybody's just kind of like, eh, eh. We're just ordering loot. My paycheck is more important than how they get my paycheck to me. I mean, that's a false equivalency. Money is static and not something that you attach yourself to. It's not, it's not the same. The dopamine hit of seeing loot drop and land and pop out. I mean, they've done studies in this, man. It's why when you play Diablo, it's like, BING! It, like, makes a noise. BING! And it's like the light's going up off of it. It's why they do it in, 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 uh, in Borderlands. You know, loot pinata. The, the color, the shine, the sound... There's science behind this. Like they actually they've actually researched it. Like what do people respond to? I mean, there there's research. It's it's they do this in mobile games. There's been research on how they deliver loot to you in mobile games because they know what's gonna trigger a better reaction. And what they're doing right now in Destiny, it's like this is all completely against the grain of what truly makes people feel satisfied with the reward. It's so... There's no showmanship. There's nothing. You're just going, give me a couple more of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. like... I don't know, man. It's, it's the difference between... I could this is this is the perfect example this is the perfect example (laughs) it's the difference between me putting a bunch of christmas presents under the tree for my children and wrapping them and there's bows and there's lights and there's different color wrapping paper and just taking them to the toy store and walking around with them and letting them pick out what they want that's the difference what's more memorable Christmas morning or just walking around with dad and filling a cart with with toys now don't ask my kids that but you know what's true the Christmas tree and the presents and the wrapping paper and the surprise and the oh oh, what is it like that is way more important like I'll take that Uh uh-huh I like that that's nice give me that oh that one too what that it's not the same. It's like you're slowly pulling the paper back and you see the the first of the few letters of the board game or the toy and you're like, Oh, oh, oh this is the one, this is the one. That's what happens in a loot pursuit game. You see the thing on the ground, you go over and you run and you pick it up, you're like, Oh, it's the gun, it's the gun. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, go 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 go. Go, go, go 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 I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna check the roll, I'm gonna check the roll, and I'm gonna see if it's the roll that I've been wanting. That's my experience with the Mago loop. Just seeing the Imago loop instead of the grass skirt was a moment of elation. Oh, yes, it's a chance. Oh, it's a chance. Okay, let's look at it. No, you mother son of a. And it wouldn't be what I wanted. You don't get that level of response from anybody now. I get five of them and I check all the rolls. I'm like, trash, trash, trash. Nah, this one's not bad. The highs and the lows aren't there anymore. Because we've gutted the experience of its of its of its romance, we've completely gutted the experience. It's not the same. It ain't. I would take 450 strikes and 53 skeleton keys to get the Imago loop, and how I got the Imago loop. I would take that over what we're doing now. I've been watching Lono for a while now, and that perspective on loop pursuit is what I agree with the most. Why? Thank you. Santa isn't real. Gotcha games are transactional and still active. Activate that dopamine. Is that the way they do it? No, 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 no. Weezy, Weezy, I got a guy talking about gotcha games and he's saying the wrong stuff. Come on, get out. Come out here and tell him how it works. It's it's about strangling your power pursuit and robbing you the sense of progression, and then they monetize the futility of feeling like you can't progress. It's not about the dopamine hit. I did your job for you, Weezy. there he is summoned I have summoned a wheezy alright I gotta go to the next question the zeds are coming in my opinion I think umbrals should include some loot from forsaken world drops or even reissue loot from its annual pass I feel like bungie has so many options at their disposal when it comes to what should be in the umbrals thoughts you know what I want I like where your head's at I want year one loot man Year one loot. Year one loot. Say it with me, Chad. Year one loot with re-rolls. With random rolls, I'm sorry. Year one root loot with random rolls. Year one loot. Um, that's uh That's that's when we're gonna feel the most impact. You're gonna be way more excited about a random rolled scathe lock or a Lincoln Green than a random rolled gun that you already had once that was random rolled. The, 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 the needle's moving so much further you know what I'm saying the needle the needle moves way further radical suggestion yes 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 whatever you want pat on the head you know pinch of the cheek whatever you want for your credit yes it was it no I've actually been saying this for a long time I was like can you just go to the edz and update devrim k's loot so I can go chase like a lincoln green can we do that cuz I would I would love a, a random roll Lincoln Green. I love the way that it sounds. I think it looks cool. You know what I mean? Verbal affirmation. Well, that's boring. Hitman. Lono, I just think the scale is tipped way too hard into pinpointed transactional loot. RNG is still king of keeping one incentivized like clever dragon you mentioned, but don't you feel this community has simply been spoiled by how it's being practically handed loot? I I'm telling you, I'm telling you that um, if they reverse engineered, if they reverse engineered the way umbrals work, I don't think anybody would complain. You would still be determining what you get. You just wouldn't do it. You just wouldn't take care of it in the tower. I don't think Lono understands gasha We spend currency from the game to roll for the units in Gacha. Uh, it's much like Umbral, where the Ingram is the currency. But I thought the way it was explained the other day to me with gotcha games is they slow your progression down and they limit what you can do, and you need more to progress, and so you spend money. I'm using the word progress, you're saying it's it's to to roll for units, but isn't that the form of progression, like isn't that how you advance? Like, that's what I was saying, right? They strangle your ability to do something, so then you spend money because you feel like you're stuck until it resets or whatever. They frustrate your sense of progression and the fact that you're basically done for the day. And then you have to pay money or wait. So they frustrate your sense of progression. That's that's the way I understood how they make the money. That is true in a lot of gotcha, but some people just spend so much to get everything. Oh, well, sh- I mean, well, sure. That's one way, but a lot of the dopamine comes from rolling for units. Okay, I mean, listen... It's, it's a bit of a different scenario, though, Ryan. It is. It is. So, I mean, so maybe it sounds like Doge is saying you may have made a fair made point that, that like, people spend money to do it, okay? But you're talking about why a slot machine is addicting. I'm talking about why... Um, I can't think of a good analogy. Uh, uh um... I I can't think of an analogy. My brain's locking up on me. I I kept coming back to the Christmas present one versus taking my kids shopping. There's different ways that we experience that dopamine hit, and in Destiny, traditionally, the dopamine hit came from seeing the reward drop in the encounter. Even if it was Vault of Glass and, like, Fadebringer just hit my screen, or the Vex Clash just hit my screen, it's the same idea. It happens in the activity. Imagine with me what vog would have felt like if you would have beat the templar and it would have be- literally given you a templar ingram and it had his little like outline in the ingram and after you were done with the raid you would go back and hand the ingram to rahul and then maybe it spits out the Fatebringer. can you not see how dumb that would have been. It would have robbed you of the experience of getting it in there and yelling and celebrating and your teammates being annoyed. Like, by the time you get the reward, it's like the rush of killing the boss, the rush of finally coming together as a team and not wiping, it's all gone. You're standing in the tower. Loot delivery, I I, I can't, I can't, I can't beat, I can't feed the fed horse anymore. it's... Loot delivery matters, man. <laughs> it does. Yeah, you can equip it immediately. You check the rolls immediately. You show it to your fire team. What do we do in the, in the raid now when we're ordering the guns at the end? What do we do? You get three of them. And they're like, oh, well, show me what you got. Well, hang on a minute. You gotta, like, delete a couple. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. I can't believe... There are people that don't see like I know there's a lot of people that agree with me, but I'm I'm always surprised when I ba- when I when I bang on this drum, people are like not seeing what I'm saying. They're like not picking it up, or they don't agree with me. They don't think it's that important. It's always surprising to me given our given our history and our roots and our past with D1 and how we got loot back then. You should do a talk on this. Have you? Um, did I do one on this? Was it loot philosophy or loot delivery? Or umbrals are boring? Maybe I wrote down umbrals are boring and I never did the talk. I don't know. Acuda Papa. Could you set up the recaster to drop specific weapons for say two or four hours? This sounds so familiar. Then you have to go back and reset it. Um I th- this this is in one of my videos about Umbral Ingram, so maybe I did do this video. I essentially said reverse engineer what the recaster does. It's fine to have a recaster that allows me to focus what I get, just reverse engineer it. So when the umbral drops on the ground, I'm like, oh yes, and it's like smoking. It's visually simulating You're like, yeah, dude, it's an umbral. I go and pick it up and I check it right away. I go and I I, I pick it up right away and I check it. Now what do you do? It's a glorified token. Oh, cool. I'll take this back to the tower later. Oh, cool. I'll take this back to the tower later. Back to the tower later. And then you just go to the tower. Lona's kind of right. The recaster should be a handheld in your inventory like a lure that's not resetting until you change it manually for another to another drop. See? You guys are all starting to cook with gas now. I'm converting you all. Yes. Yes. Take it with you. You focus it. It dictates what drops. The drops are then exciting instead of the drops being glorified tokens. It's an enormous difference. Uh, Thomas B. with the last question. So we tie rewards to matchmaking playlists like every other MMO, WoW and Final Fantasy XIV, and allow us to pick the chance of what we want, like how Crota raid loot, focus on what you don't have, or make it so we could increase our chances along. Yeah, you guys are all getting it now. Yes, yes. I'm getting new disciples in the church of loot delivery. Like, you guys are starting to catch it. You're catching what I'm preaching. Um... So, if I can make cookies in my inventory, I can make a weapon. That's true. That's true. Can you milk me? <laughs> That's what it made me think of, that movie. <laughs> I the, the idea is very simple. The idea is very simple. Tie the rewards to the activity, not the tower or a menu. It's that simple. It's that simple. That's the goal. And with that... We're going we're gonna to end. Don't go anywhere. We're going to the other channel here in just a minute for some rageous Rumble, Modern Warfare. It's really, really fun. We might stop doing it if we can't get to good turnout. I might just start playing games on Friday because Hitman was really fun. Ghost of Tsushima is really fun. Friday afternoons are yours. They're yours. Cash in on it and be here, okay? So don't go anywhere. If you're listening to this elsewhere, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com and as always, please like, share, and subscribe.